Hey, Saints, this is Steve, and welcome to these last days. What is the millennial thousand-year reign for? I mean, the rapture has taken place before chapter 20. The uh, battle of Armageddon, the dead in Christ are risen. I think the thought of many Christians are, we're just going to be the raptured, the dead are going to be taken to heaven. We're going to enjoy God forever. We're going to sing praises to him, and we're going to go live in our mansions. This is a lot of Christian thought. This is not biblical. The millennium is a thousand-year reign where we will still be on the earth. What's it for? Well, in Acts chapter 3, verse 21, Peter is speaking to the Jewish people who've rejected Jesus as the Messiah. And he says, Jesus, who ascended up into heaven, he's there and he will return. And he, he calls this time of return as the times of the restoration of all things. Uh, underline this, the times of the restoration of all things. This equals the millennial age. God through Christ is going to restore everything to its former glory as it was during the time of creation. There are two aspects to the restoration of all things. There is an external aspect and there is an internal aspect. I think we are familiar with the external aspect when we think of creation and the lying, laying down with the lamb. Uh, we have the earth, the sun, the moon, and the stars are going to be returned to their former brightness. The uh, no more curse, no more thorns, no more thistles, no more cursing of the ground and working of the ground. The produce of the earth will be marvelous. There is the external restoration of the nations. God's intentions were for the nations to reproduce and all mankind to bring glory to God. He will use the millennial age to draw out the hearts of those who are there, who came through the tribulation, who did not receive the mark, but are their hearts towards Jesus. And he will expose them by loosing Satan. They will be exposed, and Satan and those who defy God will be cast into the eternal garbage can. And then the great white throne judgment of all unbelievers. Believers will be externally restored. Yes, I mean, we will be there and in varying capacities, ruling, reigning, or living and enjoying the Lord in some capacity according to how he's rewarded us. He will deal with us as believers. And Israel, of course, will be dealt with externally. They will enjoy Jesus, whom they rejected, as the Messiah. And they will externally see him on the throne and that external covenant that God gave them will be restored to them. But there is also an internal restoration of all things. I think this is best explained in Isaiah chapter 30, verse 20 and 21. It says, their teacher, Israel's teacher, capital T, will no longer hide himself in a corner, but their eyes will see their teacher. And when they turn to the right or to the left, their ears will hear a word behind them saying, this is the way, walk in it. In other words, Israel will not just see an outward Messiah. They will know an inward Messiah. He will speak to them. Acts chapter 3, verse 20, 19 and 20. Peter also referred to this. He called the uh, 
uh, restoration of all things also as the seasons of refreshing. The seasons of refreshing will be brought in by the presence of the Lord. Refreshing means to receive a, a refreshing breath, like a breath of fresh air, we say. Literally, the Greek word means to breathe, to breathe nice, cool air that refreshes you. When Jesus went up to the upper room of the disciples after his resurrection, he breathed into them his spirit. That was a time of refreshing. Before the millennium, they knew the inward Messiah that day, and he breathed in them his life. And from that moment forward, every Christian can know the refreshing breath of God as Jesus the Messiah lives inside of us in our spirit. Do you know that enjoyment? In 1 John, in 1 John chapter um, uh, 2, verse 27, he talks about you will receive an anointing and that anointing will abide in you and that you have no need that anybody teach you anything, but the anointing which you have received comes from him and he abides in you. Saints, that is why right now we need to prepare for that millennial age. We need to be such constituents of the millennium that in this day have enjoyed the teacher, the inward Christ. The word Greek word for Christ is Christos, Messiah, the anointed one. The Greek word for anointing is charisma. In other words, anointing is the verb form of Christ. Think of that. He's not just in you. He doesn't just dwell in you, but he wants to move in you. He wants to move and anoint every thought and teach you every direction. Turn this way. Turn that way. Go that direction. We need church to be learning this inward Christ right now. Oh, in that day, there's going to be the restoration where we all will follow that inward voice. Today, may we enjoy the inward Christ to prepare us for that day. Amen.